0: Hey, hey, everybody, this is your host, Sophia Nelson, and welcome back to the Unlock Your Life podcast. We're on code number 11 today, code number 11, which is choose your thoughts and words wisely. Choose your thoughts and words wisely. Wow, man, I could spend a week on this code, but of course, I only have 10 minutes because the goal of the 20 days of the woman code is for you to get a little bit of insight, a little bit of what my thinking was, what you should really walk away with when you go through all of these codes, whether you're reading it alone, with friends, with family, in a book club, with your church, with your sorority, with your job, ERG groups, whatever you're doing, it's so important that you understand that when you read this book, there's a way to work through it because the key is to walk away with something. You know, reading books is great. But when you're reading books on personal development, on leadership, on emotional intelligence, you want to walk away and say, okay, I learned five things, or I learned 10 things, or I learned how to do three things differently that I know are going to radically and positively change my life forever, or at least help me to get to where I want to be. And that's what I want to talk about today with this code. You know, um, great quote that I open with here. By words, we learn thoughts, and by thoughts, we learn life. Hmm. By words, we learn thoughts, and by thoughts, we learn life. Let's break that down. So by words, when I'm talking to you and I'm asking you how you feel, I'm asking you what you need. I'm asking you what's going on with you or better, what happened to you. Great book that I'm reading now, as I've mentioned a couple times by Oprah. And then you tell me. So then I learn what you're thinking. I learn what you're feeling. I learn what's going on. And then flip that around to by thoughts, we learn life. Yes, because when we can share what we're thinking, when we can be intentional about what we speak, what we think what we do, how we act, how we engage. We take our power back. And to me, this code, when I was writing, is all about being intentional about everything you do. Because the two most important things you do every day of your life are how you wake up in the morning and what you do throughout the day that reflects the thoughts you chose that morning, The mindset you had that morning, your thoughts and your words are married. Let me say that again your thoughts and your words are married, they go hand in hand. The Bible says the power of life and death are in the tongue, in our words, right? Your words come from whatever's going on inside of you is going to come up out of you. Boy, do I know that. If you got a potty mouth like me, those of you who know me now, I do have a potty mouth. I think every woman in my generation does, and we laugh about it often. I talked about this with Soledad O'Brien many times and others about why do all of us use so many curse words? I mean, Matter-of-factly, whatever we're doing. And it's we learned it by growing up in very male-dominated professions and uh, having male mentors. It weren't that they were bad. They weren't. Like, they were guys. And... Uh, In the 80s and the 90s, there were very few women in male spaces, in corporate, in journalism, in law, in medicine, in academia. And so if you were one of the women in those spaces, uh, you had to walk a fine line between not being a bitch and not being weak. Very difficult line to walk. And your male mentors told you to be tough, to kind of follow their lead, and uh, you learn that. But what I had to retrain myself to once I left law practice and big legal practice and big corporate, because frankly, I just couldn't do it anymore, because there is a requirement for you to lose some of yourself. There is a requirement to play by the rules, to do what the boys do. And who wants to do that? I know I don't. I love being a woman and I love everything about us and our layers and our mystery and our sacredness and our sensuality and all those things. And what I had to teach myself was that I needed to be intentional about what I was thinking when I got up and what came out of my mouth. Um, Sometimes I still get in trouble on Twitter. You know that if you follow me. But I want to just talk a bit about this um, because this is a really good code like the last one. Apologize quickly. That is going to give you a set of tools It's going to give you the ability to do some things differently if you make that decision. And I want you to walk away with one thing when you read this chapter and when you work through this chapter. And that is that your thoughts and your words, as I just said, are married. They go hand in hand. One doesn't function out the other. So whatever my mood is, whatever my thoughts are, my words are going to follow. And then after my words come out, my actions are going to follow. Okay? So I think... Or let me start over. I feel. I think. I think I feel. And then I start speaking, saying, talking. And then I start acting and doing. Okay? So the reason I chose this code in this section... These are really the the kind of what I want to call the don'ts. Don't gossip. Uh, When you mess up with people, apologize quickly. Don't let it linger. Uh, Don't let it uh, um, manifest and, and, and get to the point where it gets toxic. Do something about it. Apologize. In this one, I'm saying be intentional about how we form thoughts, be intentional about how words shape our destiny. The power of life and death is in our words. Get that now. And then the last thing is how to be intentional about what we're thinking and speaking. So again, as you go through this, I think this is broken down really well. But again, the most important thing beyond understanding that your words and your thoughts are married is this one on page 127. And that is that Words shape our reality. Words shape our destiny. Um, If you've ever read the book, The Secret, or watched the movie, part of everything about Rhonda Byrne and what she talks about in The Secret is that we're like magnets, right? We attract who and what we are, what we think, how we feel, all of that. And it took me a long time to learn that was true. And God, I wish I had got this. Young women, listen to me. If you're 20 you're 18 like my niece Kayla, you're you're 20, 23, 5, 7, whatever you are, you got to get this one down because the more you can get a hold of your emotions and how you think and how you feel and how you talk and the fact that you attract what comes out of your mouth and what you vibrate out the better off you're going to be and the more powerful you're going to be and the more positive you're going to be and the more happy you're going to be and the more whole you're going to be and the more loving and kind and, and amazing and you're going to attract the right partner. So many of us, particularly in my generation, Gen Xers and baby boomer grandparents and your great grandparents of the Gen X, I'm sorry, of the greatest generation, um, we didn't have this kind of training. We just didn't have it. We kind of just went through life, you do the best you can, you kind of had a set of rules, knowing that you should treat people, have manners, Uh, but that was kind of it, and if bad stuff happened to you, or if you were dealing with stuff, you weren't allowed to talk about it, in fact, that was really frowned upon, and I I just want you to understand that your words and your thoughts are everything, Uh, because they become who you are, what you do, and how you live, so Spend some time on pages 130 and 131 going through the living the code section, which is at the end of every one of these codes and the keywords and understand that and work through the exercises. Because I actually give you some exercises in this uh, part of the book, because I didn't just want to say, hey, watch your thoughts and watch your words. I want you to actually understand that they are tied to everything about where you end up in life, have you ever been around a negative person, sure you have, I have, somebody who's constantly bitching, constantly complaining, constantly negative, constantly unhappy, nothing ever goes right, the sun doesn't come up right, the sun doesn't go down right, they're never gonna have love, they're never gonna be happy, they're never gonna have what they want, and that stuff gets to wearing you down, and you like, start blocking their calls and blocking their texts because you're just like, I can't do this anymore. And you try. I know some people like that. I have cut them back or off with love and kindness. I didn't like put out a memo that said you got to go, but I'm not going to connect myself to that kind of energy because it is toxic and it is not good. And you have to be careful about what you let invade your space. That's the guarding your heart code, right? That is guarding your heart for it's a wellspring of light. That means be protective. Have boundaries. Have good common sense about who you're letting in. What you hear. Who talks to you. You letting gossips in your life. You letting people that tear other people down around you. You're making a mistake. You don't want that in your life. So the essence of this code is, is that your thoughts and your words are married and that your thoughts and your words become your reality and your totality and your experiences and how you end up. So I want you to really pay attention to this code. And I want you to really work through this code because this one has serious consequences. If you don't get this one mastered early in your life, if you're at midlife like me, it's not too late, but you already know you've made some mistakes Because you wish you had known and figured this one out a lot sooner. But it's okay. You still got time. I'm looking forward to uh, the next section of the book. Which we will start uh, after this next code. Which is uh, number uh, 12. And then we'll start a new uh, set of four. And uh, stick with me. 20 Days of the Woman Code. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye-bye.